Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, Good afternoon and welcome to the show that is sugary, spiciness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colican District, 88.7 FM along the coast and streaming online at acrfm.org.au. How's it going, Mr. Max? Good. Had a busy week or uh, pretty chillaxed? I don't know, kind of busy. Yeah? yeah? What have you been up to? Um, we went fishing yesterday, just me and Dad. Oh, uh, Cool. And my cousins came over today. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Did you catch much? We caught like 13 fish, but... Oh, wow. Yeah, but kept eight and ate them last night. <laughs> eight, eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Do you know what sort of fish they were, or...? There were seven um, red fin mm-hmm. and one rainbow trout. Oh, wow. Yeah. Must be a good time for fishing then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And your cousins came over today, you said? Yep. Had a bit of a hang around with them? Yeah, they came yesterday for a basketball tournament mm-hmm. thing. Yep. But then they stayed in Camperdown and came to Colac today for a bit more basketball and then came to our house for lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Well then, let's get this here show on the road, shall we? Yeah. Find out uh, what's in the unbox this week. Okie dokie. So, what have we got in the yum box today, Max? The yum bag. The yum bag from the yum box. So this is a little bag filled with sweet treats, kind of like a party-sized lolly bag, mm-hmm. and usually has a couple of each flavour in it. But it's harder to open than a party-sized lolly bag. <laughs> it's completely sealed up. Mm-hmm. There's no air getting in there. What do we have? Oh, they kind of look like little toffee-sized um, pieces. And then, oh, for those that have had... Um, uh, gosh, what are they called? Milkos? There's oh, yeah. a, something that looks a little bit like that, only in kind of a smaller form. Yeah, that one is cream fudge. Cream fudge, okay. That would make sense. It's in a little block uh, wrapped in wax paper. Uh-huh. And the other one is chocolate candies with strawberry and blackcurrant fillings. Okay. And they've both got strawberry and blackcurrant, or strawberry or blackcurrant? The, um, it's both got 
I'd say strawberry and blackcurrant filling, okay, so I cool. don't know. Well, there's only one way to find out. We'll have oh. to uh, have a look in our little Polish guide <laughs> yeah. and find out what the uh, what the yum bag has in store for us. So are we going with the uh, chocolate-covered candies first then? Yep. So, ah, it's or. If you love berries, you would love living in Poland, Max. Are you a berry fan? Kind of. <laughs> Apparently, fresh strawberries are sold by the Kibolka, which is a bulk basket that's five times larger than any strawberry container you're going to get. That's pretty big. Oh, yeah. Blackcurrant, a dark sweet berry native to the country, also flavours everything from juice to meat dishes. And, um, oh, we, yes, okay, we have had their blackcurrant served. Do you remember when we had those little um, gingerbread bits? The flavoured meat gingerbread? That it was orange flavoured. I don't know. Last, in the last month's box. Anyway, uh, if you love berries, but you don't live in Poland, you have these little chewy candies to uh, to enjoy instead. So there's two different flavours, blackcurrant or strawberry. Both of them are covered in chocolate. The blackcurrant one has kind of a purpley wrapper. And the strawberry one has a red wrapper. So I've got a red wrapper one. Have you got red wrapper as well? Yeah. So we've got strawberry covered candies. So the kind of um, uh, foil packaging is a creamy color, yellowy cream. And then uh, it's got a red stripe down the side to indicate that this will be a strawberry one. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's got the Polish writing on the outside, which I cannot um, <laughs> break down. It says, Chocoladawa Mizjanki Iminiawa, which means chocolate candy with strawberry or blackcurrant filling. I'm sure that's exactly what it translates as. <laughs> but inside, we've got a uh, little chocolate, chocolate piece. Oval? Yeah, it's kind of... <laughs> Um, looks like a chocolate-covered raisin or yeah. chocolate-covered sultana. Almond. Or maybe. almond, yeah. yeah. But it's the size of what? About a 20-cent piece? Yeah. It's pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> um, and is it dark chocolate? I don't know. I think so. I think so. Okay, give it a bit of a nibble. Oh, that's good. That's very unique. Ooh, that's got a very... I think the candy bit's quite tangy. Mm. So when you bite into it, there's a reasonably hard chocolate layer. Then it's almost like a fondant candy. Yeah. On the outside with strawberry centre. Mm-hmm. And it is a, a dried strawberry, very chewy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really nice. Yeah. It's a dehydrated strawberry. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, that fondanty kind of outside layer with chocolate on the outside of that. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? That's good. The fondant layer makes it really chewy. Uh-huh. And quite sugary. 
The flavour um, was nice. It is. It, it And it lingers in your mouth as well. Because the, the chocolate, I think, for me, the, I can taste the chocolate the most. The sugary fondant bit, uh, once you chew and chew and chew and chew and chew away, it, it, it kind of just disintegrates and disappears really quickly. Then you've got the piece of either blackcurrant or strawberry in the centre, which is, yeah, dried, but really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Mm. Thumbs up, thumbs down, what are you saying? Two thumbs up. I'm agreeing with that. Yeah, that was really nice. Mm-hmm. Or very, very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's move on now to the cream fudge, which uh, in Polish is the Krauka Wypasiana Lmenska. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Uh, I really don't know how to speak Polish. So, you're about to try Poland's most beloved candy, Max. Uh, the Krauka. Or cream fudge is the most popular candy in Poland. It turns out the best things are sometimes the simplest because how many ingredients do you think it takes to make this particular fudge? Two. Or you're off by one. Three. <laughs> Three. Cream, butter, sugar. That's it. Mm-hmm. They're whisked until it's thick, then poured into a sheet pan and cut into the rectangular shape that you're holding in your fingers. The result is a very buttery caramel candy with a crumbly outside and a surprisingly soft inside, they say. Mm-hmm. Um, so take teeny tiny bites and let it melt in your mouth so that buttery sweetness lasts as long as possible is the suggestion. The outside wax paper, don't know about yours, but mine's got kind of uh, black splodges as if it's the outside of a, a cow. Yeah, that's the same as mine. Same as yours. And it's got, yeah, that milky colour. Ooh. On the outside of the packaging. It looks creamy. On what? the inside. Um, caramelly, not creamy. <laughs> creamy caramelly. <laughs> Could be both, you never know. Mm. Yes, it very much does look very caramelly. But, uh, yeah, a small piece of toffee or fudge kind of shape. Outside, quite solid. And then inside looks, um, yeah, delectably gooey if you snap it in half. What do you think? He's a nibble on that. That's good. Letting it melt in your mouth? Mm-hmm. Or chewing away? Both. A bit of both? Mmm. I chewed the first bit and then let the other little piece kind of just slowly disintegrate on my tongue. And I can't tell which, which way it tasted better. But yeah, that really nice fudge smoothness. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's not too sweet. It's definitely buttery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, very simple recipe. But um, it, it doesn't leave like a, a sugary tang in your mouth or anything like that. Mm. Hmm. I'm liking it. How about you? It was good. Yeah. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Two thumbs up. Too easy. Well, that was the Krauka Wypasina Mlzniechnia. <laughs> M-L-E-C-Z-N-A. We need a Polish interpreter to uh, correct my horrible pronunciations of our products this month. Uh, that is the Yumbox for this week. We're going to take a quick break and we'll uh, be back to have a look at this week's topic. <laughs> Thank you. 
is time for us to uh, step back in time a little bit, find out all about this week's topic. Now, do you know uh, what we're looking at today? I know what it looks like, but don't know what it is. Don't know what it is. It's called a Neenish Tart. Have you ever had one before? Don't know. Don't know? They're one of my favourite things to get. If ever I come across a country bakery, I'll either go for their vanilla slice, or if they yeah. have a Neenish Tart, I'll go, ooh. I, I want that <laughs> because they're quite a uh, unique delicacy. They're made with a pastry base and then it's got some sort of um, cream filling. It's, sometimes it's mock cream or an icing sugar paste. Sometimes they're sweetened with a um, uh, like a condensed milk or mm. uh, lemon filling or a mint filling, that sort of thing. And then on top it has dried icing in two colours. Sometimes you'll have a little raspberry jam or something dipped in the centre. Um, the colours used for the icings are usually a combination of either brown, white or pink. Is it like a Volvo? Looks a little bit like a um, yeah, ice Volvo, kind of, but it's in a tart form. Um, they're almost exclusively in that 60 to 80 millimetre diameter um, tart trays. And uh, it was originally created in Australia, mm. which is good. Australian made. It is Australian made, although they don't know where exactly it came from. The word Neenish uh, was originally attributed to a woman named Ruby Neenish, but it turns out that was a prank. <laughs> there was a, a gentleman um, who, do you know, um, I can't think of her name, Annabelle Crabb? She's an Australian journalist and political person, but she's also a bit of a um, connoisseur in the kitchen. I don't know. She went for a, a bit of a hunt and did a study as to where did the Neenish tart come from? And she found this original article that had been written in the Sydney Morning Herald about this uh, person, uh, Ruby Neenish, who came from Grongrong. What is that? It's uh, one of those outback towns in Australia. Is it near Wagga Wagga? <laughs> Quite possibly. That's a very good point. I'm not 110% sure. I would have to uh, Google map myself. Grong yep. Grong. <laughs> I can do that. I'm in front of a, a computer machine. And Grong Grong is a small town located in the Riverina region of New South Wales. Situated on the Newell Highway. Uh, and apparently the word Grong Grong... In indigenous language, means bad camping ground. There you go. So uh, that's where don't camp there. You don't camp there. <laughs> but um, anyway, this particular letter and column that was written in the Sydney Morning Herald uh, was in complete fabrication. It was a fake. It was a guy in a bakery who'd given a tall tale, <laughs> stretched it the truth a little bit far, and said that you know Ruby Neenish was the person that invented these. And when they've eventually, down the track, followed up, there is no such person as Ruby Neenish. This guy just made the whole story up. Um, there are names to suggest that it may have a German origin for the actual name, even though it was created in Australia. The uh, word Nenich or Neinich, um, both... Uh, come out in different texts in 1929 and 1935, um, suggesting that they were given that name to make them seem a little bit more continental, a little bit more foreign, 
a little bit more fancy perhaps, like a German tart. Um, whilst the Nenish cakes appeared in the Sydney newspaper adverts as early as 1895, the earliest known published reference to Nenish tarts is in the Sydney Mail of November 1901, just after Federation. It's kind of Federation year. The next known published recipe is very similar, published in the Daily Telegraph in 1903, and both of those recipes used an almond-based pastry and a filling comprising a very thick custard of eggs and milk thickened with corn flour. The top of the tart consists of a coffee and vanilla icing in equal halves. Then another printed recipe in Miss Drake's Home Cookery Book, published in 1929, calls for the cream filling to be set with gelatin, and pink Christabel with white icing on top. Uh, and yet again, another recipe from 1932 from Miranda's cookbook calls for a custard filling and chocolate and white icing. So basically all these different uh, ladies who were sitting about creating cookbooks put their own spin on it. There was no recipe that was being passed from one person to the next. They would see these little tarts up in a bakery window and think, I want to make that i'll go home experiment see what it is family recipe kind of yeah so they each had their own unique version uh the lemon flavored version of the tart is most familiar to uh, any of our listeners from new zealand that's apparently um it's found in edmund's cookery book it includes a filling made from butter icing sugar sweet and condensed milk and lemon juice in a flour-based pastry topped with the white icing and half chocolate icing um, in Australia, there's also a pineapple tart, which is often referred to a variation of the Nenish tart. Can you guess what it's got inside? Pineapple. <laughs> yeah, pineapple jam. Uh, and then it's got passion fruit icing on the top, which is quite unique. Yeah, um, I thought uh, it'd be pineapple icing. No, well, yeah, p- see, pineapple and passion fruit go together with that very tropical taste. Yeah. But I wasn't able to track down any pineapple tarts, unfortunately. But uh, very similar to a black and white cookie, which American listeners might be used to. Um, they have these black and white cookies, which are a shortbread cookie, half dipped in um, white frosting, and the other kind of a dark chocolate. Mm. So that's the similar look to a Nenish tart, if we've got any you know, people listening to the podcast overseas. Yeah. They're mentioned on an episode of Seinfeld at the dinner party where Jerry eats one whilst waiting at a bakery and he uses it as a metaphor for racial harmony, saying chocolate and vanilla represent people living together and if they mix well on a cookie, they can do the same in society. Mm-hmm. But uh, here in Australia, we just have these bizarre tarts that no one quite knows where they came from, but gosh, they do taste nice if I do say so myself. <laughs> anyway... That's uh, the very brief but uh, convoluted history of the Nenish Tart. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back to put the spotlight on it so you can find out exactly what it tastes like. It is time on Afternoon Delight to put the spotlight on the Nenish Tart. Now, just uh, unwrap the bag for you, Max. What was your uh, first reaction? I was thinking it would be like, look like... A nice flavour. Mmm. You had a bit of a picture in your head of something completely different to what came out of the bag. Yeah. But it's kind of got that Harlequin uh, look to it, because it's got the two different icings on it, the chocolate and the white icing. 
Now, as I said, there are bakeries around here that do a mint version as well. So one side has the chocolate icing, one side has a green icing, and then the fondant on the inside has a bit of a minty flavour. Unfortunately, silly me, it's closed on a Sunday. <laughs> but uh, these ones are available uh, all year round from the particular bakery that I went to. And I know you can get them in some supermarkets. So do you want to describe what you're holding? It's like a mince pie bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got that pastry tart base. Yeah, with the filling in the inside. Mm-hmm. And chocolate icing on one side and white icing on the other. Yeah. Okay, well, have a nibble. Let me know what you think. I don't want to cast anything into your uh, your mind. Let me know what you're thinking. Is the metal whipped cream? Kind of. So for this particular one, it's mock cream. But yes, you can get it with whipped cream. Mm-hmm. So you've got that very hard crunch on the outside and then the soft inside. This also has a jam base, mm. which adds to the flavour. This particular bakery happened to make my favourite type of Danish tart <laughs> overall. But uh, yeah, the mock cream certainly has a very different flavour to the fondant Danish tarts that I've had before. The fondant lasts a lot longer. Because it's basically like just eating an icing-flavoured tart. But the mock cream, really nice. It's very sweet, though. And soft. And soft, yeah. I think <coughs> because um, it's so warm this afternoon, perhaps that has um, affected the yeah. consistency of the mock cream. If it was a bit cooler, it might be firmer. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I just like the way that it all kind of melds together. All these different textures. The the crunchy crackle of the solid roof. Then yeah. that soft inside and then crumbly base. Mm-hmm. But are you a fan or not really? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's very sweet. I don't think you would eat, you know, more than one of these in a sitting. Mm. It would be far too sweet. Uh-huh. But, um, thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm going to do one thumb up. Ooh, I haven't converted you to the dark side. <laughs> Only the white side of the Danish uh, <laughs> tart. Well, yeah, I said from the outset, two thumbs up for me. But, uh, yeah, can be quite crumbly, depending on how solid the base is. Mm. Okie dokie. Well, we'll be back after this with the sweetest tune. So stick around on Afternoon Delight. It is time on Afternoon Delight for our sweetest tune. Now, Neenish Tart. Do you think there would be a song that's got Neenish Tart in the lyrics or uh, maybe Neenish Tart in the title? Don't know. Strangely enough, there is. (laughs) So uh, there is a song written by the band Sachet from their album Portion Control. It was released in 2018. It's an independent release song, kind of a... um, Oh, alternative rock, I guess you'd call it. 
And uh, the name of the song is Neenish Tart. Mm. So I'm assuming these guys are uh, an Aussie band. Uh, I'll admit I haven't heard of them outside this particular release. Um, but they do have a song on YouTube and um, it's called Neenish Tart. Mm. So let's take a listen then, shall we? Uh-huh. This is Sashay, our uh, afternoon delight, sweetest tune. What do you think of that, Max? That was good. Neenish Tart by Sashay. As I said, unfortunately, I don't have uh, much information on who, what, why, where, or when they come from. But uh, yeah bit of a, not punk rock, but just a grungy kind of tune. Yeah. Hmm. Um, we're going to take another quick break. We'll be back to share a recipe with you and then uh, something new on the shelf. So uh, if you've got anything you'd like to share about Nanish Tarts, let us know. You can text 0439 329 713. What were you saying about uh, the best thing about eating a tart before? I like eating tarts because of the tin trays underneath, mm-hmm. playing with them. <laughs> playing with them afterwards? Yeah. What sort of things do you uh, do with a, a tart tray? I don't know. Don't know. Just play around with them and yeah. Yeah, shake them into things. Because they fold so easily into different shapes. Yeah. You can, uh, I know as a kid I used to stick them to my head. And they would become a headlamp to go exploring deep into a dark oh, yeah. cave or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, they are they are good fun to play with. Yeah. You can make little boats, and they make great car wheels as well. Yeah. You can stick them on cardboard boxes. <laughs> anyway, let us know. Oh four three nine three two nine seven one three. Say hey. you got cooking how's about cooking something up with me it is time on afternoon delight to share a recipe with you strangely enough it's going to be for neenish tarts who would have thought yeah so uh what do we need for a neenish tart you need one and four three quarters of cup of plain flour, quarter of a cup of icing sugar, 185 grams of cold butter, one egg yolk, two teaspoons of iced water, one third of a cup of strawberry jam. And so that's how you'll make your tart. And then Mm -hmm. the mock cream filling, there's quite a few things to that. Three quarters of a cup of cast sugar, one and a half tablespoon of milk, a quarter of a cup of water, I mean, third of a cup of water, half a teaspoon of powdered gelatine, 185 grams of unsalted butter softened, one teaspoon of vanilla extract. And finally, you're going to need to ice them. Yeah. One and a half cups of icing sugar, 15 grams of unsalted butter, 
two tablespoons of hot milk, pink food colouring or whatever colour you want, and one teaspoon of cocoa powder. And so this will give you the traditional pink and brown ninja tarts. Yeah. Okay, to make the tarts, what does one need to do? Process flour, icing, sugar and butter until crumbly with motor operating an egg yolk and enough of the water to make ingredients come together. Turn dough into floured surface. Knead gently until smooth. Wrap pastry in plastic. Refrigerate for 30 minutes. Grease two 12 holes deep. Flat based patty pans. Roll out half the pastry between sheets of baking paper until 3 millimetres thick. Cut out um, 12 by 7.5 centimetre rounds. Press rounds into holes of one pan. Prick bases of cases well with a fork. Repeat with remaining pastry. Refrigerate for 30 minutes. And that's how when you put them in the oven, they're not, they're not going to um, uh, cook too quickly and crumble. Yeah. Preheat oven to 220 degrees. Bake cases about 12 minutes. Stand cases 5 minutes before transferring to a wire rack to cool. Meanwhile, make mock cream. Stir sugar and milk and quarter of a cup of the water in a small saucepan over low heat without boiling until sugar dissolves. Sprinkle gelatine over remaining water and small jug. Stand five minutes, then stir into the milk mixture until gelatine dissolves. Cool to room temperature, beat butter and extract in small bowl with electric mixer until as white as possible. With motor operating, gradually beat in cold milk mixture, beat until light and fluffy. Glaze icing, sift icing sugar into medium bowl, stir in butter and enough of the milk to make a thick paste. Um, paste. Divide icing between two small heatproof bowls, tint icing in one bowl with pink colouring or whatever colour you wanted. Stir sifted cocoa into the bowl of icing until combined. Stir each bowl over a small saucepan of simmering water until icing is spreadable. And last step. <laughs> yeah. Divide jam between pastry cases. Fill cases with mock cream. 
levels top with spatula. Spread the icing over half of each tart. Cover remaining half with the chocolate icing and then done. <sighs> and now <laughs> that is a very long recipe. Yeah. But now that I know how to make it, will I ever go back to a bakery? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're popping a copy of that recipe up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page so you can have a go at making your very own Neenish tarts. And uh, we've also popped a poll up there. Do you prefer Neenish tart or custard tart? Oh, that's a tricky hard one. Yeah, now that you've had the Neenish tart, what, what, which way are you twisting? Oh, I don't know. Both, both have their individual pros and cons. I think I'm going Neenish tart over custard tart, to be honest. Oh, I'm in the middle. You're in the I middle? I have no idea. Can't, can't pick that one. Mm. Too hard for you. Last week's poll was all about um, uh, Tim Tams. Yep. And um, we were looking at how do you eat your Tim Tam? Do you eat them by themselves or with a drink? What is the best? Uh, you've got 18 minutes left of that particular poll. If you haven't voted yet and you're listening live on the radio, currently, with a drink, is just pipping them at the post. So, uh, having a Tim Tam by itself or with a drink, what is your preference? Head to the Afternoon Delight Facebook page and vote now. You could be the defining vote that tips it over the other way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, then we're going to be back to check out what is on the shelf that is brand new this week. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. It is time and afternoon delight to check out something new on the shelf. It's sounding very crinkly crackly. What have you got mm-hmm. there, Max? It's a new Smiths thing. Mm-hmm. It's Poppables. Poppables. Hmm. <laughs> They're um some weird type of chip. <laughs> <laughs> so they are technically a chip, but they are almost like lattice chips. So they're puffed potato chips, and if you've ever seen those checks uh, cereals. They look like that. They've got yeah. this crisscross pattern to them. I'll read the back thing out. Okay. There's something about the light texture and airy crispy crunch of Smith's Poppables that you that makes you go, mmm. <laughs> it could be the perfectly popped bite-sized shape or that, that they're deliciously seasoned inside and out. Either way, we think you'll find this potato snack oh so palpable. And with 20 pieces and under 100 calorie, calories per serve, pretty perfect. One pop and you're in love. See, to me it makes it sound like they're almost trying to cash in on... Uh, Pringles. Pringles. Pop, once you pop, you can't stop. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, let's pop open the bag. (laughs) Maybe, maybe not. (laughs) We can open up and find out. Ooh. Oh, and the flavour's sweet chilli and sour cream. 
Oh, okay. So even then, it's not just your traditional salty flavour. Mm. Okay. Oh, now, see, I was thinking they were going to be hollow. Like, they are hollow. <laughs> but it's like there's two of them fused together. Yeah. To make the puffed shape. Can you smell that? Or? No, I can't. Yeah. But I don't have a sense of smell. It's got to be pretty intense for me to smell it. Like some of the stuff we've had over the years. Yeah, there's the occasion, odd <laughs> occasion that I can smell something and go, oh, that's going to be really good or really bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you're having a bit of a munch there. Very crunchy. Very crunchy. Mm-hmm. They're not greasy like a potato chip. You know how sometimes you get that very oily texture? Yeah. It's very dry. Mmm. A light seasoning. You can almost see the flavour. Mm-hmm. Kind of little flecks of red through it. But uh, yeah, it's got a got a bit of bite to it. Being a what was the actual flavour? Sour, sweet chili and sour cream. Sweet chili sour cream. I can definitely taste the sweet chili. Don't know about the sour cream. Mm. Imagine it was like um what M and M's do like one one M and M's one flavour. Ah, oh, next is other different flavour on the two. Mm. Maybe. Or it's just mixed dough like usual. It could be, <laughs> it could be. Um, that's not too bad. It's it good. leaves a tingle on your tongue from the heat of the, the sweet chilli. I'm assuming that the sour cream flavour is what's going to kind of calm the beast or soothe you mm. <laughs> on the inside. But yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I'd, I'd eat them again. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Two thumbs up. It was good. Too easy. On that note, we're going to take a very quick break because we're almost out of time. It is time for us to open up the Kinder Surprise for this week. While you're doing that, Max, I'm just putting up a photo on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page of the Poppables in our uh, What's New section. And there's a few different flavours there. We forgot to mention that. Um, Mm -hmm. So we tried the sour cream and uh, sweet chilli, but there's also sea salt or barbecue rib or cheddar cheese. So uh, plenty of different flavours to try. Okay, what have you got inside this week's... Kinder Surprise. Oh, you pieced it together already. Yeah. It was a tricky one. <laughs> two pieces. <laughs> two pieces. What have we got? Two monkeys. They hang off each other. So, yeah. Oh, that's cute. They look like little twin monkeys. Yeah. Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Oop. Oop. Straight I'm to the floor. Him Too easy. Well, that, well, didn't even need any description or build-up to that one. They're quite little. They got facts or anything like that inside the Kinder Surprise to go with it. Sometimes they've got. Yeah, it's got what they eat. Mm-hmm. Bananas and insects. Yep. Um. They go fifty-six 
kilometers an hour. There you go. Yeah. And they can grow up to 14 centimetres to 100 centimetres. Yeah. (laughs) Too easy. Well, that's it from us this week on Afternoon Delight. We'll be back next Sunday to do it all again. And as always, if you've got any suggestions for uh, sweet treats for us to talk about on the show, you can email lolly at ocrfm.org.au or jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. We'll catch you then. Bye-bye. See ya. Baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. My motto's always been when it's right, it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night? When everything's a little clear in the light of day Then you know the night is always gonna be there anyway Thinking of you's working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Skyline rockets in flight Oh, afternoon delight